the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Source for NDSU Athletics in the Twin Cities. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Go Bison! With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. An undersea volcano has erupted in spectacular fashion near the Pacific nation of Tonga. That sent a large tsunami wave crashing across the shore. People rushing to higher ground. A tsunami advisory is in effect for Hawaii and the U.S. Pacific coast. New poll shows President Biden's approval ratings continue to decline. The Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll for Friday shows that 38% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Biden's job performance, 60% disapprove. The latest figures include 18% who strongly approve of the job Mr. Biden is doing and 49% who strongly disapprove. That gives him a presidential approval rating of minus 31. That is correspondent Bernie Bennett reporting. Democrats used a filibuster of their own this week to kill a bill proposed by GOP Senator Ted Cruz. It would have imposed sanctions on Russia over a controversial energy pipeline. The bill actually enjoyed majority support, including four Democrats. This is SRN News. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Every day. The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. following program was pre-recorded. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Oh, they took our game! Job Saturday on the King Banyan Show. Good morning and welcome. Glad to be with you. Little overcast out, but it's it'll be a nice day. Certainly warmer than it was earlier this week. Uh, a local a, a local store um, put up picture of their fo- uh, the general manager put up a picture of his phone showing the temperature here in Saint Cloud and the temperature in Antarctica. Antarctica was fifteen degrees warmer. 
<laughs> than here. But it was summer. It's summer there, so hey, what can you what, what to say about that? Well, it's Job Saturday here on the show, and we have a pa- uh, a very full hour for you today on on the jobs on the jobs report. Want to get into the details of why did you think and why did everybody think that this was going to be a great jobs report with a big number? I think there are numerous factors why we shouldn't have expected this report to be as good as it seemed like it wanted people wanted it to be number one number two for same said reasons the jobs report that we'll do in february for this month for january is going to be probably kind of like this one and they're going to be like this for a while and so if you're if you're looking and plotting, if you are someone that, that trades um, financial assets uh, more actively, who listens here to the Biz 1440 for all your financial news, as you should, and you get a little economics every once in a while too, um, you should be prepared for the fact that I think the market is going to, for a while, overestimate what it thinks will be the reported number on the day of the of the on the day of the report uh a jobs report now again jobs reports are always two surveys the unemployment rate which came in at 3.9 percent which was actually a great number better than we thought within four tenths of a percent of its all-time low hit a couple years ago or i should not it's all-time low but it's low since world war ii hit just um Hit just a you know a couple of years back pre-pandemic, we are we are approaching that number again. There's a lot to that. We're going to have to talk about how many people are participating in the labor force, how many people are quitting, and so forth. We're going to go through all that today. But at the same time, at the same time. You had uh, the number, which everyone sort of says, well, this is the more reliable number. It's the payroll report number, and that's the most reliable number. Came in at 199 versus a street expectation of somewhere around 425 to 450, depending on whose numbers you averaged out. So I saw Wall Street Journal had one number and, and another, but we were looking for something with a, with a 400 plus would it be, you know and so if we'd come in with 350 or 375 we said yeah slight miss this looks okay good but 199 people like hmm we did not produce as many jobs as we had thought of course the white house was out and frankly i as i was listening i listened a lot i listened to the president's remarks i listened to labor secretary walsh's remarks uh he he was doing the full you know <laughs> They they refer on the Sunday news shows to the full Goldberg, meaning you hit all the five, or full Ginsburg, I mean. You hit all of the five uh, talk shows on Sunday morning on the television stations. Um, there is a, a financial market equivalent to that. Okay, you got to do CNBC, you got to do Bloomberg, you got to do Fox Business, you do Yahoo Finance. It's, it's, it's four, not five, but you basically get to four of these. And I thought, and, and I thought they got pretty close to that uh and with uh, marty walsh but frankly i listen to marty walsh i listen to him do all four shows i hear anything i really wanted to i didn't hear anything that i really wanted to put up there for that so um so instead what i what i thought was was we would we would look at listen to some other things so let me read you some some of the highlight numbers from the top and just because i um um, I, 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 just because I wanted to, uh, uh, we have an hour to talk to you about this today, because if you're listening to the show and you get, you're saying, wait a minute, it's the national championship for the North Dakota state bison. That show starts at 10. Hang on. We'll be, we'll be with you. Okay. Go bison. We want you to win another championship. It's awesome that you guys are, you guys are doing so well there. I think, I think, I, I wonder if someday they're going to actually get into, Maybe North Dakota State should be in the Big Ten. 
They're certainly better than the bottom half of the teams that are in the Big Ten, don't you think? Um, there, I started a fight. Uh, now, so remember, so the, so the unemployment rate declined three tenths percent to three point nine percent. The number of unemployed persons fe- decreased by four hundred eighty-three thousand to six point three million. Now, people will say, "Well, that's because they left the labor force." No, the labor force fell by a total of sixty billion, sixty thousand people according to the household survey. So you actually had labor force participation stay about the same. You had, and you had, labor force participation stay the same, and you had the employment to population ratio rise by two-tenths percent. It's still 59.5. The peak number is 61.2. So we're still well off that peak that we had prior to the pandemic. But we're doing okay on that on that number. Um, the, those not the number of people who are unemployed but marginally attached to the labor force was down by is is basically unchanged at 1.6 uh, million workers. Uh, and if you look at those uh, people who are discouraged, saying, "Hey, there's no jobs available for me," that's 463,000 out of a grand total. 463,000 out of a grand total of uh, about 155 million people in the workforce. So it's a pretty small number. The U6 rate is back down now to 7.3%. So if you look at the household survey and you just dig into those numbers a little bit, what you find is that is that everything looks really, really good. Okay. You, uh, right, average hourly average hourly uh, earnings. Excuse me, hours was up to uh, six tenths percent, uh, and and they're now up four point seven percent years year over year. Real earn weekly earnings up four point seven percent. That sounds good. That sounds good, except unless you are the Federal Reserve, and then you kind of think maybe that's not so good. On Yahoo Finance, uh, a vice president at the St. Louis Federal Reserve, William Rogers, was on. And, and it is interesting to me that, that I'm going to play this clip first, who said basically, yeah, that might be a little bit of a concern for us. Cut number seven, please, Sean. Uh, the wage growth numbers uh, are a concern, uh, particularly they're, you know, they're, si- they're sizable, but they're also less than what the cost of living uh, is doing in terms of the consumer price index. So think about that. If you want to have people work more, what would you like them to do? You would like them to get, you know, you would you would want them to come to work for you. You might want to offer them a wage increase that matches or maybe is even a little bit better than the increase in prices, but that's not happening right now. Okay, so that's still not that's still not there. Average hourly earnings are up at a 6% annualized pace. Um, that is, that is a strong, that is a strong number, but there are people who believe that in the inflation numbers, at least over the short term, over the next month or two, could even be higher than 6% on an annual basis. But that might be for a few months. And the real question again is what happens as you go out to 2020, as you go out to May, June, July, and August of 22, when Maybe the ports begin to uh, ports begin to ease up. I actually tweeted just before the show started using the hashtag pound KBRS. I or before I drove over to to do the show, um, a piece from the uh, Pacific uh, Maritime Merchant uh, Mer- the Exchange that uh, the Pacific Exchange that covers the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. And one comment in their report was very interesting. I tweeted to you. You can go read it using the hashtag PoundKBRS on Twitter. Um, And it was that the size of the ships that are coming in now are smaller than they were before. We've gone from having, if you think about the number of containers that are on the ship, the number of containers that are coming is smaller as well. When will that increase again? I think some of that smaller containers is perhaps due to the fact that um, 
you're seeing a slowdown in production in China. You're seeing both because of concerns about uh, about COVID and outbreaks in some of the cities in in China, but also because they concern themselves about pollution as they approach the Winter Olympics. They did this in 2008. They basically said, you can't drive to work and the factories can't run full blast because we don't want that air pollution, you know, uh, getting in the way of people seeing beautiful China during the NBC broadcast, right? So believe it or not, this has happened in 2008 and this will happen. You watch, this will happen again. And I believe it's already happening in China. So when they're talking about, well, we're not getting as many goods as we did before, it's like, yeah. And you know what? Supply issues are likely to continue into the first quarter, at least, of 2022, which is why I think, is one of the reasons why I think over the next few months, you're not likely to see a big takeoff in, uh, in, in production. And you're not likely to see, you know, 600, 700,000 jobs produced in a month. There's also other reasons for that, which I which I want to get to, but we need to take a break. We'll come back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. As we head into the new year, the big question is, will you follow through with the resolutions and goals you make for the coming year. Boy, the last couple of years have been a little tough, and probably one of those goals you'd like is to set yourself and your family up for a better 2022. Well, you can do that with a cash-out refinance from United Faith Mortgage. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here, and my friends at United Faith Mortgage can take care of you with a cash-out refinance. A little extra cash in your pocket, redo that loan, and take care of some of those projects you might want to have done. Pay off a little debt. Maybe you want to do a little remodeling, or whatever the case may be you are in control. The great thing about United Faith Mortgage is their direct lender advantage, meaning there's no middleman, and that advantage allows us to get a better rate for you so you can save monthly and lifelong money. And again, United Faith Mortgage will cover your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you'd normally have to pay up front. Visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Verecka, NMLS number 65233. For all your electrical, Early Bird Electric is the local company you can trust. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes wiring and repair. Whole home rewires? Check. Emergency service? Check. Adding an outlet so you can charge your darn iPad in the kitchen without fighting the kids? Check. Early Bird Electric does it all. And did I mention same-day service? 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280, The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. 612, The Bird. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. Oh, he, yeah, that's uh, right in the middle of my, uh, my 1970s uh, music playlist. 
I think it may have been on the first mixtape I ever made. Um, I was still in high school. Um, anyway, uh, thank you. Uh, during this hour, you can call us, 651-289-4477, if you're interested in, in talking on a job Saturday here. Unemployment rate now back down to 3.9% uh, within four-tenths of the low that we had in February of 2020. Um, uh, so we're getting close on that. The the number of people working right now as a share of the population getting better, but not quite all the way there. But the payroll number was really light at 199. And, and I actually commented when the... Um, when the ADP number came out, with a, which is a precursor, they, usually, they always put it out the Wednesday before the Friday jobs report. They put it out on, on that Wednesday, and they said private sector jobs were estimated to have risen 805,000 jobs. Now, if you're a longtime listener to the King Banyan Show here on the Biz 1440, you know that I don't put much stock in ADP. And I tweeted on Wednesday, okay, I have to say, I don't put much stock in the number, but boy, that seems really, that's really interesting when the most of the market's thinking it's 400 and that comes in at double that. That's pretty, that's pretty remarkable in my mind. Um, but they revised the November da- number down just a little bit. And I and I should have paid attention to that because I didn't even think about revisions, which had become kind of a thing. So in the middle, so on Friday mornings, what I typically do on on jobs on, on the jobs report, my alarm goes off at seven twenty-five on my computer, saying saying basically, go open up CNBC right now, <laughs> right? And I watch because I I prefer I prefer their talking heads to to. To the, Bloom, to the Bloomberg at that moment. I switched to Bloomberg about 7.37, uh, right? But I caught this at the, at the time they were doing it, and, and it was like, oh, hey, that's pretty funny. Steve Leisman, CNBC economics uh, uh, journalist, um, what is on that panel, and he normally is the one that reads the report as it comes, as it comes over at 7.30 uh, and zero seconds, He's they hand the they hand him the mic and he reads he reads off the report from the press release. And um, and so and then he starts digging in and all of a sudden he kind of makes a laugh in the middle of someone else's comment. They go back to him and he says he says this. Let's play this. Cut number one, please. Um, I was looking back at the revisions and this is something that is, again, made me more suspect on the payroll uh, side of the report or establishment side of the report. October, when it was first reported, when we sat it, we were very happy it was 531. Well, now it's 648,000 for an addition of, well, from the prior month, 102,000 plus. The uh, prior month, November, was revised up by 39,000. So there's 141,000 extra jobs there. This, this idea of counting the, uh, uh, num- the jobs in the payroll is an iterative process that seems to be taking at least a couple months under this pandemic. And I think Betsy will back me up on this, that even before the pandemic, the BLS had declining response rates from employers. And that response rate uh, has declined more during the pandemic. So, again, uh, I'm in a place now I'm not sure what the most definitive uh, piece of data is out there. We have home base. We have UKG. We have ADP. Um, but th- this is one input, and I think that in general what's happened is they have continuously undercounted jobs, and they keep adding them back, and the net revisions this morning are 141,000 to the prior two months. So this is something we've been observing. If, if you're a new listener to the show, welcome. And, and just to remind just to remind, new, remind the old listeners as well as the new, we do a survey of, of – of, uh, businesses up here in St. Cloud every three months we put out a survey we've been doing it for 23 years now and in that survey I can tell you we go to all the businesses we can find and we 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 send out to folks and I will say 15 years ago the response rate to our survey because we'd ask them in advance we're going to survey you we're going to survey you every three months and it's going to be the, this is the form we're just going to ask you to fill it out and they would they would agree right and 15, 20 years ago, 
our response rates on our survey were at 50, 60, 70, sometimes even even closer to 80% response rates. We would have occasionally our, our pool of businesses here in the St. Cloud area that we send surveys to um, is is over a hundred is over a hundred um probably uh, we keep revising the list that we're sending to as we find new ones and as we delete businesses that have have left the area or at least have lost interest in filling out the form because they now have maybe a, a corporate owner in another state um and anyway we've seen this we've seen this happen for a while where the response rates are getting less and less on the survey, and it is hard to combat that. We invest a fair amount of time in trying to go out and talk to businesses, find who's the person that should receive this, how do you want to receive it, but it's kind of hard uh, to keep those things up. And our response rates are are, are lower than they were before. Um, and I would say I would say we struggle to get fifty percent back. Look, in social science research, a 50% response rate is amazing. Um, I do surveys of, of students uh, who are majors of ours, and I'm always proud of the fact that I can get about a 30% response rate. That's pretty awesome for students. Um, and and say, having said that, the survey that... that BLS is using to do businesses is going to firms to about six they're in the initial survey I believe the numbers around six to six thousand firms could be could be five and a half could be six and a half but somewhere in somewhere in that region and from that they're extrapolating a national number if their response rates are not as good they are, in fact, going back and asking, and you might actually get someone that doesn't answer you one month and then answers you in another month, and you've gone back and included in for them what happens. So what happened in the previous month, and that's part of what gets you to do the revision, along with other data that eventually comes in. You eventually get Social Security payments that allow you to do a more complete count. It's a different survey. Then you have to reconcile that census of the Social Security payments with your with your current employment survey that you're doing, and so that's why all those revisions happen. Betsy Stevenson says the very is comes on right after Leesman on the panel from CNBC, former Obama CE Council of Economic Advisors member, uh, now teaches at the University of Michigan. Uh, she says she confirms this. Let's play this cut number two, please. So this has actually been a problem since back uh, with the 2008 recession. Um, the BLS uh, has a bias. As we're going into a recession, they they undercount the job loss. As we're coming out, they undercount the job gains. Um, that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Your best guess of the revision it should be zero. Um, in normal, if they were doing, if they were getting it right, it's not zero. Your best guess should be that the, that this month's going to be revised up some amount, and I think that's one of the the challenges. So exactly as, as Steve said, you know, they're just taking a little bit longer to count, and you know, they're struggling to figure out: Do we need to, you know, adjust our process of imputing data right now in order to do a better job of getting the guess right? I think this is a long-standing challenge for BLS. I don't think they've quite nailed it. No, they haven't nailed it, and and it is. And, and so, you know, for those of you that are used to very precise measurements, and I'm talking to you, Mr. Engineer, okay, this is how we get data. It is messy. It is noisy. It is subject to, to collection problems. It is subject to bias. And there isn't much we can do about that, except you can say, well, then I just don't want your data. It's like, okay, fine. We don't have to do a job support. That's okay. Uh, but then how's the economy doing? Well, we don't know because you told us we can't survey. Because you don't like the, you don't, you don't, you think the surveys are imperfect. Well, okay. Well, we could do that too. But the problem is right now the data just comes in really, in a really, really, really noisy way. And this is pretty much all that is available to us um, that 
to to tell the story with. So I am actually not. I'm actually not that uncon. I'm I'm not convinced that the 199 means we had a weak month. One thing that I do keep track of almost identical, almost at the same time they do the U.S. They do Canada reports its job number. And Canada's number was double their expectation. Unemployment in Canada is at 5.9%. Their job growth was 54,700 was 54, uh, jobs, which was double what was expected. I think it's very possible all of that is uh, survey response noise that has to get washed out uh, at some point down the road. I think that's a this is a very big deal. And that's why I say... I think over the next few months, as Omicron, remember, we do the survey on the week of the month that includes the 12th. That's this coming week. Omicron probably didn't disrupt the December part as much as it's going to disrupt January. And that's going to make this this reporting lag and the potential for large revisions, I think, true for Jan- for December and maybe even more so for January in the months ahead. I think we're going to see this. Let's let's uh, come back right after this. How did the how did the markets respond, and what did what did market commentary say about this jobs report generally? Most of them went right by the one ninety nine and said, "Hey, the job market's doing well." We'll hear more right after this King Banyan show on the Biz fourteen forty. Ah oh man, winter's here and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews, like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018.
Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. All right. still have a little bit of my uh, my DJ chops. I can actually get the voice done before you get to the downbeat of the, uh, of the song, right? A little bit of that still left. Cool. Uh, 651-289-4477. Glad to talk to you about jobs reports on the Job Saturday version of the King Banyan Show. We're glad to be talking to you about this. Let me take you on a bit of a... Let's first of all, let me give you a few bit of the details. One of the things that I pointed out, and I had a little bit of a, 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 I had a mini thread about the time the job the jobs report came out. It, it, just after the jobs report came out, you can find it on our Twitter feed. Just use the hashtag pound kbrs pound kbrs King Bang and Radio Show, and you will find that information. Um, one of the things that I was trying to pick up in that is is the fact that we've probably taken a lot of the low-hanging fruit as it applies to those areas that have been of greatest concern during the pandemic, which has been employment in manual services. These are the services in which humans are serving other humans in person, where the, the service is impractical to be provided without having a, two humans interacting with each other. A restaurant, or 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 a hotel, or 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 um, theater. Um, a couple weeks ago, I actually went to a show, and I was impressed by how many people came to the show. Now, this this show uh, had a had a, a vaccine requirement. You had to show your you had to show your vaccination status to get into the get into the theater. But uh, it was very interesting. Once I was there, people, they had. We had they had set up so that there were two seats between any two parties. Um, <clears throat> there were people behind me, there were people ahead of me, and that they were a little bit closer. But I think there were probably this is an eight hundred some seat theater, and I'll I'll mention it. it's the Paramount Paramount Theater where where I'm on, on the uh, board of, I'm on the board for the trust that operates the uh, the theater, and I wanted to go see this this show. And um, and I don't know what the attendance was, but my guess is you had about 500 folks there. But that's an area that has been hit pretty hard. Leisure and hospitality numbers had been rising at a very rapid rate. So if you went back to if you went back to December of 2020, you had about 13 million working in that in that industry and now we're at 15.7 million so that gain over the years 2.7 it's nowhere near what it was of course it's nowhere near what it was going back to going back to uh 2019 or early 2020 but you were making gains at 200 300 in that in that number the last two gains have been 41,000 and now 53,000 so that is a that is a a, a different a, a different has a different character to it than it had before. Okay, so that was that was that. Uh, let me read that again. Forty one and fifty three. Yeah, if you go back to October, the gain in leisure and hospitality in October was two hundred and eleven thousand. So that gives you some of that that gain. Temporary help services added almost fifty thousand workers in October flat for November and December. There are no more people, there are no more workers use, going to temporary help services, and I think this is a supply side issue, and it's why I track this number fairly closely, is to look at what's going on with temporary help. If I look at retail trade, actually, on a seasonally adjusted basis, down 15,000 workers in that area in the last two months, as opposed to being up 51,000 in, in, in October. The losses that they're being observed are being observed in the places where you'd expect them for an Omicron, for a Delta slash now Omicron wave that I think is still happening. But still you see people saying they're, they're strong reports, and the, the reason for that are those wage growth numbers. So uh, Larry Summers on uh, Wall Street Week on Bloomberg just, uh, just last night had this to say about, about what was happening. Cut number four, please, Sean. 
This was a strong report. Uh, after this report, the vacancies to unemployment ratio is going to be higher than it's uh, ever been. We saw wage growth at rates, uh, depending on which measure you used, 7 to 8 percent annualized rates in the last month. And if you look at the sequence of reports, uh, it's been accelerating. The, jo- the establishment number was uh, disappointing, but the previous months were substantially revised upwards, and I suspect this one will be as well. So, so he picks up on that on that revision question as well. Let's listen to a little bit more. Uh, also, also on Wall Street Week last night, uh, Greg Peters, who is the uh, co uh, chief investment officer for fixed income at PGIM. Uh, had this to say, cut number five. The headline number was disappointing, let's say, you know, 199 uh, new ads. But I think you have to look at the uh, four-month average, which is substantially higher. It's about 369. So what the market really uh, looked at closely was the acceleration uh, uh, in wages. And so I will say we haven't seen those wages create kind of broader inflation pressures, but that's the worry. I think that's the classic economic worry uh, uh, that uh, many have. Yeah, and and that classic worry is normal, right, in the way we think about this. That's why the Fed Fed VP that we heard before, I'll just, let's play it again because it was only about 12 seconds. This is William Rogers on Yahoo Finance. uh, it, from, he's the v, vi, uh, vice president at the St. Louis Federal Reserve. Cut seven. Uh, the wage growth numbers uh, are a concern, uh, particularly they're you know they're si- they're sizable, but they're also less than what the cost of living uh, is doing in terms of the consumer price index. So that that suggests that the the Fed is looking at what's happening in that in that marketplace right now and says further wage increases are coming. And it is a concern for us. It, 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 when I hear people, and I've said this several times on the show, and I've put it out on, on our Twitter stream at Pound KBRS, I do not believe, contrary, I even heard, read uh, Senator Chuck Grassley say something to this effect, that he was concerned about a wage price spiral. He says, we're in the 1970s stagflation. And I said, not yet, but if we're not careful, you could get there. But I don't think we're there yet. But that's why you're hearing those kinds of concerns, from, uh, from, particularly from the, from the Fed. Um, and, and, you know, toward that, Fed and uh, Mohamed Alarian, who was on Bloomberg uh, right as Jobs Report came out, had this to say, cut number three. Yeah, there's nothing in the report that will change what the Fed signaled earlier. It is a confusing report. Um, I can point to many elements of confusion. But at the end of the day, the fact that the labor force participation didn't go up, the fact that we have a three-handle on the unemployment rate suggests that there are supply-side issues. And at the end of the day, the Fed will see this as consistent with the signals that it has put out. So the question is, what are those what in fact are those uh, those pieces that that he's looking at as he talks about um, talks about w- why the market is so tight? I was interested. I I was reading a, a poll from Morning Consult, and I will I will tweet this to. I think I can post this to you. You may need to you may need to uh, get through some wall and actually give them some information to, if you want to read the full fifty page report. But I, I'll I'll tweet out the link at the break here. But um, what you're seeing is really this is a job market where people want more wages. So this is this was this was a question asked in a survey conducted December 14th to 18th of 2,191 um, uh, U.S. adults, of which 500 of these adults were looking for work in the past four weeks. So plus minus error of 4% on the poll, that said, asking these workers why they were looking for looking for work, 59% of them said, I want to earn more money. Right? That's not just the people who have... So this includes both those who have a job and those who don't have a job. Okay, 
As compared to my unemployment benefits ran out, that was only 8% of those answering the question. Health concerns no longer prevented me from working. That's 8%. My home responsibilities no longer prevented my ability to work. 7%. My investments or retirement fund were not producing enough income. 7%. That last one I found interesting because I'm sure when we saw an increase in people looking for work, in 2009 and 2010, I bet that was a much bigger number than the 7% is today. If you, I mean, if you've re- received already your your 2021 investment report from your from your uh, investment advisor or from your, if you've already received your report, be a little early for that, I guess. But if you have received your report already, uh, chances are it's got a nice number up front. May not look so nice when you compare it to benchmarks, but um, it probably it probably just looks at the surface like a pretty darn nice number, um, but the uh, so the 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 top three things number one at fifty nine percent I want to earn more money number number two at fifteen percent I ran out of savings and number three at thirteen percent I wanted intellectual stimulation or felt bored at my job. It is a strong, strong labor market. There is no question about that. It is tight. I do not understand why that would be confusing to the Fed. I don't understand why it would be confusing to Mohamed el It shouldn't be confusing to anyone. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Are you sure? You want to live like The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. If you are looking for a new pressure washer, wash bay, or just need a replacement machine, as we enter the last months of 2021, American Pressure is your source. Let American Pressure be your supplier and hear from us. Yes, we have that in stock. Our stock levels on common items and machines are higher than ever because we have been working hard planning. From stationary wash bay machines to gas engine cold water, we have it. American Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. A funny thing happens in Minnesota in the winter, whether you like cozy nights in a cabin, meeting friends for burgers after skiing, flying down more than 22,000 miles of groomed snowmobile trails, or hiking in the silence of the woods. A funny thing happens. The coldest months of the year have a way of bringing about the warmest moments in life. Visit ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. The devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. 
or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Yeah, I started in prog rock, but uh, by the time I got to L.A. in 79, I was, um, I was listening to more stuff like that. Um, then I went back to Prague and Prague and Prague, um, if you get my drift. Um, anyway, 651-289-4477. There's just a little bit of time left for the show here to, uh, for this morning because at 10 o'clock, uh, uh, North Dakota State University Bison football is on the air because they're playing the national championship today. Go Bison. Best of luck to you today. So excited and to see you uh, with another successful season that can lead to a championship. It's a success either way. You made it. Um, but if you are listening to the show and you're like, oh, there's only one hour. No, nah, no, there's not. There's a second hour. You just have to come back Sunday at this time to get it. Right. In case you didn't know, there's a Sunday replay. And if you are listening to the show on Sunday morning at this time, at, at 9.50, uh, you can actually just hang on and you're going to get to hear the second hour. It's fresh. It's new. It's different than anything you've heard before. It, you should, it'll be fun. Don't, don't you worry. Uh, so so we got, we've got more for you. Don't worry about that uh, here. But I wanted to just play one more piece of this because it really is. It, I, I think it's interesting because there are some people who I think are a little bit out over their skis. I got maybe two clips of this left, but the one I definitely want to play is this is Rick Reeder from, uh, from BlackRock uh, who was making some pretty strong statements right after the report came out on Friday. This is cut number eight. We're still moving along around uh, around a full employment dynamic. I mean, the, the thing that I think is happening around this headline or people not coming to the workforce, you have to respect the fact that the COVID dynamics, Omicron dynamics were real. And that was putting it tough, uh, making it certainly more difficult for employers and employees to come back into the workforce. So I think you have to respect that when you look at the JOLTS data, the claims data, et cetera, and then you look at the wage data. You know, we're certainly operating at a full employment, and this is a dynamic. And I think as you get into the next couple of months, as you get some of the uh, some of the reduction of concern around COVID, you'll see an employment market that is still as strong as I've ever seen it. I mean, literally since uh, looking back since World War One, this is the strongest employment number, or this is the strongest employment market, I should say. Well, strong from one side, but of course, uh, businesses are not terribly happy about that. But one thing it's definitely doing is putting money in people's pockets. Uh, Katie Koch, uh, who who does U.S. Uh, economic forecasting for Goldman Sachs, was on Bloomberg and was on Bloomberg later uh, in the in fact, this was on Wall Street Week last night uh, and had this to say, cut number six. We think this is another data point to support our view that we are having this kind of very large rotation um, of, of, um, of, of power, basically, from capital to labor, which I actually think is going to be long term quite positive for the social cohesion of this country, for the growth trajectory. Um, and from an investing perspective right now is extremely positive as it relates to the consumer, because we have a lot of a lot of pent up consumer power, good balance sheets, wages going up. That's good for the consumer. So. As I get ready to go, and I will, we'll be uh, we'll be with a, a best of show next week because I am it is my time to recharge the battery. Um, I've got a couple things I'm going to be reading. I've got a bunch of reports, like the one I just put out to you on Twitter at pound KBRS from Morning Consult. I'll be digging through that. I'll be digging through uh, some other some other forecast uh, that that are all sitting on my Kindle, uh, ready to read because I like to read off. I like to read off my little screen. Um, it's easier on my eyes. I got to tell you, I, I'm a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of the Kindle Paperwhite, and this is a free ad for them. Uh, if if uh, I, if your eyes burn out from looking at screens too much, get one of these. It really help. It really helps my eyes. I can tell you. Um, so I um, I. I'm going to be doing the, doing some forecasting as I think about it. Here's here's what I see. I believe I don't I don't necessarily agree that uh, this is the best labor market since World War One. The labor market in 1946 was pretty strong. The labor market in the early 1960s was pretty strong. 
Uh, but it was a, it's a great labor market, no no question about it. Uh, people do have a lot of money. There's still a lot of excess savings out there in my mind. Those things make sense to me. Uh, what does that mean for the economy? Again, I don't think we can rely as much as we have on monthly employment numbers, and particularly from the payroll survey, because I think those data are, sub, you know, when you're doing the household survey, you're doing 60,000 households. Okay, it's it's what uh, I got taught back in the 1970s, the weak law of large numbers. Your ability to, to uh, get an average, get a, an average that's pretty close to the true population mean gets better the larger your sample. And it's 60,000 households out of out of, you know, what, 200, no, not 200, but about 130, 120 million households, you're probably doing okay there. But you're probably having a harder time sampling all the businesses right now. And so those numbers don't work very well. I think it will be a challenge for us to have a whole lot of GDP growth over the next the next quarter or two because it's hard to get labor right now, I do think Omicron is causing people to pull back. I think the January number is going to be pretty weak. I actually think the fourth quarter GDP numbers, some of the forecasts I'm seeing right now are beginning to come off what was thought to be, oh, we're going to get a seven or we're going to get an eight. And it's like, no, I don't think so. But but uh, a five is still possible, I think, which will look great in retrospect. But I don't think the, I think it'll be a high number. That will be followed by another note, a, a lower number in the first quarter of 22. And what I haven't thought through yet is what the second half of 22 looks like. Um, because I do think Omicron has made a significant difference in where this economy is going. And what's going to make more of a difference is the Federal Reserve. And if you're going to listen to the Secret Sunday episode of the King Banyan Show, what i got coming up next is a conversation of the Federal Reserve. But if you're listening to us on Saturday, you're getting Bison football, the national championship, coming up right after this. Sean, thanks so much uh, for the hour, and we'll be back with you soon on another episode of the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 824-3853. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith the I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women 
from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.